Ahoy! Welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome back aboard the streamboat. <laughs> it's The Wave, the weekly news and chat show from the world-famous bottom of the stream podcast. It certainly is. Just before we started recording then, I went to scratch my eye and then realised I'd got glasses on and yeah. put myself in the glasses. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, safety first. Yeah. Just don't, like, gouge your own eye out, <laughs> I suppose. Well, I didn't. I've safety glasses on. <laughs> yeah. How are Sit- you, Nick? Sitting there in full PPE. Yeah, I'm I'm good. Cold, isn't it? Well, look, it's like lunchtime. Yeah. And my car was still frozen solid. Yeah. Like we don't get the sun till the afternoon on our side of the road. I defrosted my I car did. three times yesterday. Did you? Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> Just for fun. Just for the fun of it. Yeah, I loved it. I've got. Oh, what have you been up to this week? Anything? I had a works Christmas party last night. Yeah. So that was good. Lots of uh, nice food and drinks and excellent acrobatic ladies and things. <laughs> it was cool. Not like colleagues, people like people like... who um, we went to this like party party venue. There was a yeah. show on while we were eating, and they were like, one woman had a candelabra on her head that was right. lit. Oh, she nice! Candle. She was walking around with candles on her head. Huh. Don't know why. It was really weird. She looked really scared. Keep she was, like, she was like really just like walking in a straight line, really balanced in it. It was really funny. I mean, especially. I like to imagine that she'd had no training. It was her first night on the Yeah, job. I think so. She was just a waitress. Yeah. She's like, come over here. Uh, yeah, you were the last one to turn up. So yeah, that's, uh, you've got to be the candelabra head fire lady. wear this. Oh, right. But there was lots of like... My first day! There was lots of like... Dance, where they did that ribbon dancings and things where they climb up yeah. the ribbons and stuff. They're, they're, they're incredible. The food was nice. Good. It wasn't Christmas dinner though. It was weird. It was oh, okay. chicken. <laughs> right. Chicken roast. Weird bizarre. I had two puddings. That was nice. Oh, always a bonus. Always, always a bonus. Nice. Two people didn't turn up. So, but it, so if it was all acrobatic stuff, it wasn't necessarily Christmas themed either. No, not really. Okay, fine. <laughs> it was all right. It was it was a good night. I didn't get in until two o'clock though, so I'm a bit tired. Ooh, yeah, today. yeah, it's a bit uh, absolutely bit of a late one. Party animal. Yeah. What about you? What have you been up to? Uh, not too much this week. Just boring house life stuff. Yeah. I, I am after we finish recording here though. Yeah. Going to a barbecue. Okay. A winter barbecue? Yeah. Interesting. What's on the menu of a winter barbecue? I'm not really sure. That's going to be fucking freezing. Yeah, I know. I've got like my hat and my... <laughs> You're going to need it. Gloves and stuff in the car. Nice. It's like a... My, my in-laws little like close cul-de-sac. Yeah. Just, there's like a little event going on there. Oh, interesting. So That'd be good. Fancy a free burger, come along. I might come with you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, that'll be fun. I, I have got a question though that seems to have been sort of doing the rounds on on the internet the last couple of weeks and i, I, I thought i'd run it past you okay i'm intrigued um, it's got nothing to do with anything that we've talked about christmas or movies okay or, but but i uh, you know maybe it says a lot about a person i don't know do you wash your legs in the shower do you wash your legs in the shower yeah yeah i mean actively do you wash your legs yeah or do you just let the water run down your legs no, I've got this like scrunchy thing and I have like a routine where you start in one place and work down. Right. So you do actively, I'd wash, actively wash my legs. Yeah, because yeah, it caused me to think, because I don't think I do. Oh, really? Not unless they're specifically dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I concentrate on the back as much as the front well, that's of the legs. Oh, of the legs. Of the legs. I say, it's just different so I, I, I back, run the scrunchy it? down the legs, but I don't know if I go around the back of the legs now you've said it. Yeah. I've got dirty back legs. <laughs> And where's that come from? That, that's a very and weird thing to go viral. The, the dirty back legs. Yeah. Your back legs is arguably what is needs washing most because they're Why? sitting on stuff all the time. True, but I don't sit around naked very often. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I've got 
trousers on, so the the back legs are inferior, as dirty as the front legs. Well, I suppose so. And the front legs are walking into things. <laughs> that is also things, true. Are, things are blowing at me. If I was to be naked and walking, yeah, just like nakedly walking. The back a, legs are protected by a the snow front. machine. Or something. <laughs> the back of the legs is protected by the front of the legs. That's that's how legs work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, look, yeah. Well, I what d- a weird thing to go viral. <laughs> yeah, oh. I'm not sure. I do. Interesting. It was an interesting question. Yeah. Maybe. I'm going to definitely concentrate on my legs more. I wonder if there's any part of your body... I'm not accusing you. No, no, you're not. I wonder if there's any part of your body that you don't wash and you don't realise. Well, you can't get to all of your back, can you? Unless you're like... I've got a brush. Well, yes, obviously. I've got a brush thing. I use that. I'll tell you what I did buy in the Black Friday sales. I brought a water flosser. Okay. It's terrifying. For your teeth? For your teeth. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a jet washer. My wife's got one because she has braces currently. It's like a jet washer. Yeah. It's horrible. I literally, I turned it on for like five minutes, put it in my mouth, and then my mouth just... Blood just went everywhere. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure if that was supposed to happen or not, but I've used it a few times since then. It hasn't made me bleed. Yeah, exactly. Again, so it's just must be good. Yeah. So I use that in the shower. Yeah. Because it seems like there's water just sprays everywhere when you use it. So. Oh, it seems sensible. Yeah. yeah. Keep keep all that wetness in one confined space. <laughs> if you go in my bathroom now, you'll see the mirror above the sink is just covered in like where it'll spray back. There's like watermarks all Mouth over. Mouth flotsam. Yeah. Flotsam. <laughs> what a horrible word. <laughs> Oh, that was a, a tangent I didn't think we'd go on in this uh, Never know brisk gonna, Saturday morning. Never know what you're going to get in the intro to this show. <laughs> you really don't. Or, we, or randomly popping up at any point. Should um, we uh, go on with some Netflix news? Yeah, that's what the people are here for. It is indeed. What have we got? Uh, I think we've got quite a bit of news this week. Quite interesting. Uh, I read in this story yesterday. It really Netflix. annoyed me. Okay. Go on. The first story... <laughs> Uh, is that uh, I mean maybe we're going at a slightly different angle but you will have seen a lot in the news this week about Harry and Meghan's Netflix documentary yes you were hitting Netflix is that something you're gonna no no me neither I don't think I've got any I give them plaudits for for getting the money to do it but this doesn't interest oh, me I, I know I, I'm all for what uh, yeah them trying to bust open the uh, yeah you know, the royal family. But I'd, yeah, I'm not interested enough to watch it. No, Sorry. same. Uh, but the news, the news story is that uh, the first episode of Harry and Meghan's documentary, which I believe is called Harry and Meghan. It is called Harry and Meghan. Uh, actually registered on Barb, the ratings body in yes. Britain. Uh, 2.4 million viewers watched the first instalment uh, on the first day of its release. That's a lot. On Netflix. Maybe. This, this is what I didn't like about this story. It doesn't give you any like 2.4 more. Two, we, there's so many different ways now that Netflix are reviewing yeah, ratings. It's, it's not all, how Netflix counts. No, there. it's making them all pointless. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, like, so Barb is the independent ratings. Yeah, but it service. seems like it's really outdated it way is. of recording things. Because the way they do it is a certain number of people across the country have a little box, don't yeah. they? Yeah, in yeah, which yeah. they have to register. This is what I'm watching at this time. And then they do a bit of an algorithm and scale the thing up. Yeah. To give you so it's completely it. unreliable anyway. Yeah. And it only registers people who are watching things on TV, yes. which isn't how people consume media anymore. In the in generally it is, but there'll be people sitting on their phones watching it on yeah. laptops, on iPads, yeah. on smart TV, smart devices, like fire sticks, things like that. It just seems like the BBC have really picked up on this as if it's a big thing, but until Netflix released their figures, I'm not really paying much attention to it. Yeah, because... Netflix, at the end of the week, you know, when we've had a week of this show being out, 
will presumably say, uh, you know, this was watched by, oh, I don't know, pick a number, 100 million hours. Yeah, 100 million viewing hours, which is what we're used to with Netflix yeah. now. So we can, we've got something we can gauge that against. Yeah. I can't gauge 2.4 million people in one day against anything. No. I don't know how many million people watched Squid Game on the first day. So it does. it's just a pointless number. It's, it is pointless. But and the BBC jumped all over it as uh, if it was uh, a big if, number. What if, you know, some of those people watched it? It's, you can't rate it like that because it's not a live thing. Exactly. They rated it against the same number of people who watched EastEnders on Thursday. Yeah, when it was on at half past seven or whatever yeah. time it was. It, it, it doesn't mean anything to me. It, it, it needs to be, I need Netflix's figures to come out. And yeah. then I'll be interested in... Because then you're cutting apples work. against other Netflix apples. Exactly. Whereas... I just don't see the point in any of these streamers being in Barb. No, nor do I. And the BBC, how the BBC have picked up on it, this is the BBC's website we've got in front of us here. It doesn't tell me, I don't get the gauge of if they're thinking that's a lot or if that's not many. Yeah, it's just, it, it's just a number it that they've reported. Barb's top 10 of the day. Yeah. So, and also, why is there a picture of David Seaman on the side of this page? Uh, <laughs> I'll put that in the Discord because that's quite It looks funny. like the guy from Status Quo. <laughs> um, yeah. Look, I, I think it's interesting that it popped up in the uh, in the list. Yeah, but it, it doesn't tell you anything. It doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. And it's it, like you said a minute ago. It's only TV sets, so yeah. it literally doesn't mean anything because yeah. half the people probably watched on something else. Because scaling up two point four million viewers to when it turns out to be a hundred million hours or whatever, well, yeah. if you do the maths, it would probably turn out that those two point four million have to watch it yeah. <laughs> four times. You know, same episodes four Absolutely. times over. So, yeah, it's just stupid. Yeah, and it's not really news, but it's in the news quite significantly yeah, in the it last is. few days. It's, it's just old school. It's old school media reporting on new things that they don't understand. It is nonsense. It is indeed. Next. Talking, though, of uh, small exclusive clubs like Barb, where you've got this set-top box. Yeah. Uh, Netflix is apparently looking to expand its user VIP testing group. Okay. Which essentially is... You, you would have the pleasure to preview movies and shows and feedback oh, before, to the company oh, before they release. So you do, you know, it still happens. You get a, like a secret advanced screening that you may walk into at a cinema or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and fill in a feedback form, old school style, on a bit of paper. Um, yeah, Netflix are looking for more viewers to get feedback into these. So apparently there's only about 2,000 people Wow, in this is a very select group worldwide currently. Out of what is it, two hundred million yeah. Netflix subscribers? Uh, apparently, Netflix wants to sources have <laughs> said that Netflix wants to add tens of thousands of users to this next year. Yeah, how do I apply? Uh, there are absolutely no details of how you would apply or be asked uh, to do so. Uh, Although the source does know it's unpaid work. I is wouldn't it, expect it would be work. Is it work? Paid. <laughs> and you would have to sign an NDA. Okay. So that so you, you, can't, can't, like, you can't do like early. We couldn't talk about it on here. And exactly. Sort of no reveals to anyone apart from feeding back to Netflix. Um, because they're not the finished product. They're still in the editing yeah, yeah. stage. 
apparently you get a special Netflix account and they email you when you have a movie in there to watch. You have a, a week or so to watch and review said mm. movie or TV show. Do you get Netflix for free? Or do you have to pay for this privilege? Or... I, 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 in my head, you get like a your own feed. It's like yeah. an, another, like another user account. Yeah. account sort of thing. Mm. Uh, You'd have to watch some shit though, I'll bet. You only get a week to what you can well, watch. Well, we do for fun. <laughs> well, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have to do it. We enjoy doing it. Imagine some of the Christmas movies you'd about to watch this last couple yeah, of Yeah, and you'd have to watch them in like July. July yeah. Or even further ahead. <laughs> when you're feeling the least Christmassy. Yeah, it does sound cool, but maybe maybe not. I don't know. It would depend how uh, what the volume was. You just suddenly come home and you've got eight movies to watch in a week. <laughs> Yeah. What am I, what's my time commitment? I still got to watch the one movie for yeah. that for our show. Here you go. Here's 17 hours of the new series of Stranger Things. <laughs> Tell us by tomorrow, please. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll get invited. Uh, we'll, anyone, anyone gets invited, let us know. We'll uh, we'll keep you at anonym, anonymity. Uh, anonymity. <laughs> okay. Mike Flanagan news. Mike Flanagan, a big week for Mike Flanagan. So much so, I've had to section off the Mike Flanagan news section <laughs> itself okay. to most of our news this week. Okay, we are going to do a so, Mike Flanagan special. Mike Flanagan news number one <laughs> is that his last uh, or latest Netflix season, Midnight Club, has been cancelled. Yes. Uh, it is no more. This was Did you watch s- it? I, I didn't finish it. I didn't think it was that. Like I said, I think I said it on here. It was. It felt like horror for beginners. Yeah. And I'm not a beginner when it comes to horror, so I don't think it was aimed at me. Ten episodes were released October the 7th. Yep. Um, I think I did four. Okay. Uh, yeah, it is not coming back. Um, but interestingly, uh, Flanagan himself uh, has released a whole... St- a document basically yeah, we wrote a blog didn't he outlining what would have happened next for all the characters and, and in, gen- in general for the season yeah uh, season two uh that's cool isn't it yeah it's cool i like that because uh, it's like people some people get got like, into this and got invested in those characters exactly. want to know where it ended up you don't get the guys behind fate the wink saga doing that <laughs> do you no i don't know <laughs> probably because there's no plan <laughs> but yeah, I thought I thought it was interesting. Mm. That was nice of him to do that for yeah, the I people so. who did enjoy it and were into it. He released nice it touch. pretty quick after the cancellation came, so it makes you wonder if he knew what was happening. Maybe I think this might have been. Do you think there was a little bit of sour grapes here from Netflix? Uh, possibly, and that will lead into our next piece of news in a little <laughs> bit. Uh, in a few seconds, I mean, he having worked with Netflix for so long on so many projects, you would feel that Flanagan would have quite a good grasp of how long the phone usually rings to confirm the second season of a project. Uh, But as you have said, there may have been other uh, things in the background that led to this uh, decision, either by Flanagan to release the the update or or Netflix to cancel the show because Flanagan and his producing partner, Trevor Macy, have ended their deal with Netflix. Yeah. And have signed up with Amazon. This is a big deal for that's a big deal for Netflix and a big deal for Amazon. Yeah. 
This seems to have really come out of the blue. Yeah, it really does. Because he's still got a show that's coming to Netflix. Yes. Next it's final next show. Soon, isn't it? Fall of the House of Usher yeah. will come to Netflix in 2023. Uh, and that will be his final project release on, on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they've, they've signed in a new exclusive a deal new? with Amazon. Uh, the multi-year deal will see them develop and produce projects to be streamed exclusively on Prime Video, according to Deadline. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's big news. Really big news. Uh, Vernon Sanders, he's a new name. He is a new name. Because he's the head of global television at Amazon. Right. Says that Mike and Trevor are remarkable at telling immersive, suspenseful stories that masterfully keep audiences engaged from start to finish. That's very true. We're excited to welcome them to Amazon Studios and are looking forward to our global customers experiencing their genre-bending creativity. Yeah. They are, they're, they're, they're brilliant. So it's exciting for Amazon. And a bit disappointed for Netflix, which I think is probably why that cancellation came the day after this was announced. Oh, yes. It was the, the timing, timing couldn't was have been... Uh, excellent. Yeah, the timing couldn't have been more planned, I don't think. Uh, which leads into a final or third and final Flanagan piece news. of my Flanagan news. Which has actually been, I would say, incorrectly reported yes. quite a bit this week yeah. across the media. because I think people are... Putting two, putting two and two together, together. And, probably uh, coming up with four to be fair, and it but, probably will, yeah, shake out but it like isn't this. There yet. But uh, Flanagan, in an interview this week, quite a long interview, a really detailed interview. It's, if you've got the time, check it out on Deadline. Can I just stop you quickly? Yeah, this man also looks like David Seaman. <laughs> That's Trevor Macy. <laughs> I, you just got Se- Seaman on the brain. <laughs> you have. That's your problem. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. That's put me off. Sorry. Um, this is the biggest news story ever. And you've been put off. My, my Flanagan and Trevor Macy were talking to Deadline. And they were talking about this deal that is coming out. And, and Flanagan kind of, oh, by the way, uh, announced that a few months ago, he and uh, his producing company have purchased... From Stephen King, <laughs> the rights to uh, the Dark Tower books. And everything kind of clicked into place all at once. Yeah. Do you want to know what Flanagan said? I do. do you, well, so, so I'll read out. It's, it's quite interesting. Um, the question that was posed to him was, speaking about projects based on a well-known IP, is there something you have in the works? And he says... You're the first person we're saying it to, but yes, predating our deal with Amazon, we have acquired the rights to the Dark Tower, which, if you know anything about me, is my holy grail of a project uh, and has been for most of my life. Uh, we have these rights carved out away from our Amazon deal, which doesn't mean that they can't or won't get behind it at some point. You don't know, but it's something we've been developing ourselves and are really passionate about finally getting up on its feet at some point. And that's where the incorrect reporting has come in because yeah. all the all the news stories this week say he's doing the Dark Tower for Amazon. Yeah. Probably that will Probably end up happening. That's, yeah, I can pretty sure that's where it's going, but that's not what's But that is the not moment. the case. Factually. Yeah. So just do your research journalist <laughs> he has his he has a script for the pilot episode which is yeah really exciting I'm, I'm really torn by this i mean i've always said i don't i think the dark tower is unadaptable to you it's going to be so difficult to do it justice because it is an incredible piece of writing but if anybody can do it 
these two guys can do it. I and don't know that there's a big audience out there for it. There is that issue as well, but but you've got to commit to the whole thing. I think you've got to know that and commit. You have, to and it. You, you've got to draw people in because it got is to weird use... and niche. That's oh, what I'm yeah. oh, it's brilliant. I love oh, it. It's yeah, it is it is, but it's a it's a fantasy epic, which is what Amazon are all about at the moment. Yeah. They're they're all over these fantasy epics, and you cast that content. right. You cast that right, and your first make your pilot episode that good you will win audiences over with that story because it is remarkable i do almost feel that amazon's the only place this could get made yeah it well. is the only place I, i'm pretty sure it for is the, the money that you would need it. and the uh well flanagan says in the interview you know i view this as having five seasons and two movies it's got you've got to commit to that yeah because th- when he said that th- that instantly made me think well the five seasons have to start with the books and the f- the two movies have to be the flashbacks yeah because there's there's like pre-time time doesn't really work in the dark tower universe either it's all over the place but the 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 younger versions of roland and the crew have to be in the movies and the time the timeline for the series has to be chronological of this particular journey to the tower and i don't know I'm re- it really scares me but also it's really exciting yeah definitely definitely uh flanagan goes on in the interview to sort of talk about how uh, you know, he's the reason he got the rights was because he sent a very, very detailed outline to Stephen King himself, um, and he signed it over right there and then. Uh, yeah, um, the, the, Stephen King isn't precious about his project, his uh, his IPs. Yeah, but if, if Flanagan comes to you and says, "I want to do the Dark Tower," of course you're going to sign it over to him. He's like the biggest Stephen King fan in the world, and he's done justice to the two projects he's already done. Sure, and yeah, why would you not? Um, it's yeah. going to take a lot of money. Oh, 100%. To do it properly, you need a lot of money. There's been a lot of fan castings going around on Reddit. Okay. I'm reading. I, don't, I, I genuinely have no idea who I'm, who I'm putting as Roland. I, I could not tell I'd you. give it to... Um, what's his name? He's in all the Flanagan stuff. Rahul, Rahul Kohli. Yeah? He's a good, I love that guy. He's then great. you have to massively change the character. So, I don't know. Henry Henry Thomas, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, there's loads there's loads going on somebody somebody earlier i read on reddit suggested daniel craig and i'm like no <laughs> let's not do that shall we <laughs> i think you have to, i think you kind of have to give it to an unknown i don't think you can give it that to a bit i mean you can cast big name actors in it but i think the character of roland's got to go to somebody who isn't massively famous well it's five five seasons two movies <laughs> you'll be famous by the end of it yeah it's 10 years doing that probably yeah who knows you gotta commit your commit your life to it Okay. Well, um, look, it's gonna 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 move slowly. I mean, it will move slowly. It's not coming anytime soon. But if it's if it even comes at all, my Amazon might just say, "No, I don't want it." They've possibly, got the, yeah. they've got the rings of power going at the minute. They've just put exactly. billions into. They might not want it. I, I certainly don't get the feeling, and it failed massively. Yeah, I so. certainly don't get the feeling from this interview that no deals are done. No, well, no, no deals are done, and there's there's no hints. He says himself, you know, we. Amazon haven't said go and make that. We're no. not. They're not on board. I've just got the rights. I think they are. I think that's where. It's I think not going to be the first thing, thing he's going to do place. for them. No, yeah. it isn't going to be the first. I thing. think those pieces will fit together eventually. Yeah. yeah. The fact that the guy from Amazon used the word genre bending, pro- uh, genre, genre bending projects or yeah. something. There's enough that perfectly describes the Dark Tower because every genre is in there. I. It's, it's interesting what you say about the Rings of Power though, because I think 
just before it came out, we said, I'm sure we said on this show, I don't remember which one of it was, but is the audience there for Lord of the Rings? It doesn't and appear it, and like it is. It's a huge franchise that is. Mm. I just don't think people are that interested in. No. You know, going digging deeper into that. All oh, the people that are, it's just, it's not a big audience. No. But the, the, the difference to make the between... biggest, sh- the most expensive show of all time. Yeah, the difference between that and the Dark Tower is that the Dark Tower is it's a fantasy epic, but it's not like medieval. It's not set. It's set in. You could set it in the modern day. Well, it's, but, it's all timey wimey as well. Exactly, isn't it? exactly. you can set it wherever you want, and you it's... don't have to have like or there's no orcs. Well, there is actually orcs in it, but there's no like orc battles or anything like that. It's a it's a it's fantasy not... epic that's about character. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be. You could really invest people into it. Well, it's horror. It's time it's, travel. It's, it's everything. You know, modern days, the past. It's Yeah, it's comedy. Off it's, world. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's everything. It's and post-apocalyptic. It's all of those things, isn't it? It's, it but it's the ben, blending in the other Stephen King projects like he does through the books that, are not, that can't be there in the films. Yeah. Because of different... Contracts. Contracts and things. Yeah. That's where it's going to be difficult to adapt it because you've got to, there's going to be a lot of changes made. Yeah. There has to be. The end, the ending and the lead up to the ending has to change completely because the ending works so well for, I'm not going to give the ending away, but it works so well in the books, but it wouldn't work in a, after five years watching it on TV. Yeah. It wouldn't work. You have to change that ending. And the ending is what the book's all about. Yeah. I could talk about this for hours, so we'll, <laughs> we'll move on. Maybe we'll do like a, Dark Tower podcast when the show comes out. Okay, fine. <laughs> Just follow it week by week. I'm up for that. <laughs> Good. Okay, let's move away from streaming. Let's do it. Uh, and talk about some movie news. Movie news. And that is that a director has been appointed to the sequel to the sequel to the sequel to Ghostbusters. Oh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Essentially, Ghostbusters Afterlife 2. Okay. Uh, I really enjoyed Ghostbusters Afterlife. I did as well. It was really good. Uh, and it will be directed by Gil Keenan. Okay. Who has switched places with Jason Reitman. Right. Because Reitman directed the first one. Yeah. Keenan wrote the first one. Okay. And they are swapping. Oh, so Reitman's writing the second yeah. one. And, oh, interesting. I, I think maybe essentially they're doing it together. Uh, yeah, I think they're basically, but, they're basically a team, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> but that's, 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 that's the credits we're going with. Uh, no details yet, although we do know from the, I guess, the post-credit scene of Afterlife yep. that the action's probably going back to New York City. Yes, definitely. I think so. Um, and the main cast have signed up to return. Uh, certainly the younger people. <laughs> and Paul uh, Rudd. And I'm sure, yes, who, and who Paul Rudd. Still looks like he's probably about person. as old as the original Ghostbusters. <laughs> but never looks it. It's never aged. Uh, Keenan said it is an absolute honour to pick up the proton pack and step behind the camera for the next chapter of the Spengler family saga I just wish I could go back to 1984 and tell the kid in the sixth row of the Man Valley West Theatre that one day he was going to direct a Ghostbusters film oh that's nice isn't it <laughs> every kid of our age is dreamed project I would think I I'm not sure. Look, they're going to have to get a move on because currently the release date for the sequel is the 20th of December, 2023. It's only a year away. It's in like 375 days. (laughs) I I have to feel that that date is going to shift. Yeah. There's There's a lot of work to do in there. Yeah. In a year. There really is. 
Yeah, that date will move. Uh, but look, if you can sort of bottle some of that uh, ectoplasmic <laughs> nostalgia from afterlife, then I'm I'm for it. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. Okay, couple more. Keep going. Wonder Woman three's off. Is it? Yeah. Oh no. So it's all all changed at DC as we. James Gunn and his producing partner try to work out what the hell we're doing. <laughs> uh, I, at the minute, I wouldn't believe any news that comes out of DC because <laughs> I think it's they're all just. I think they're basically wiping the slate clean, aren't they? And starting again. Well, yeah, it, it is quite interesting. So this was midweek. Um, the Hollywood Reporter broke a story that Gunn and his producing partner Peter Safran had turned down uh, Patty Jenkins, who's the director of. Wonder Woman's one and two treatment for her third movie. Okay, uh, and essentially it paused the the movie from happening. Right. Gunn did then do a tip Twitter post the next day, which didn't really clear clear anything up. Okay, because uh, he says so. As for the story yesterday in the Hollywood Reporter, some of it is true. Good. Some of it is half true. <laughs> some of it is not true. Right. Some of it, we haven't decided if it's true or not. Right, okay. Uh, our first month at DC has been fruitful. We are building the next 10 years of a story. It takes time and we are still just beginning. Uh, when we chose to come into Helm DC Studios, we knew we were coming into a fractious environment, both in the stories being told and in the audience themselves. We knew that there would be an unavoidable transitional period as we move towards telling a cohesive story. But the in the end, the drawbacks of that transitional period we feel are dwarfed by the opportunity and the possibilities that we have in front of us. Yeah. I think they'd like to pull the plug on it all. I think you're right. Start Just again. start fresh. But when you've got... Obviously, Wonder Woman, fine. That was on the drawing board. Yeah. But you've got the Flash yeah. pretty much in the can. Yeah. With a very troublesome actor. Aquaman 2. Yeah. Blue pretty Beetle. much in the can. Blue Beetles yeah. next year at some point. That's what a difficult position to yeah, be in. That's is. why they're getting paid the big bucks. I think what you've got to do is let those movies You can't, you can't come not out. release those no, movies. No, you've got to re- release those movies and then just stop. Yeah. And just like take take stock of what you've got. Watch all those movies. See what you've got. See what actors you've got in place if you want to keep them. And then just start, start from there. Because... I don't think these guys can do anything for a year. I think they, they can get plans ready, but I don't think they can make anything for at least a year. What, as in start a rolling with a camera? Yeah. Yeah. Because you've got to you've got to let those m- movies come out. You don't have to let them come out. They didn't let the Batgirl movie come out. You can't count can four movies. <laughs> you can't. That will have all cost over 100 million. <laughs> no, exactly. So you've got to let those movies come out. Then you take stock of where you are and then you go from there. Yeah. And I think that's all they can do. That's... Aquaman, first Aquaman movie, was a huge hit worldwide. Yeah, it was, yeah. So what if you you think the, the size of this decision here is like, are we going to can something that was, you know, for all the shitness of the Snyderverse and, yeah. and, and stuff like that, there's all those debates. That, that movie was really successful. It made a lot of money. We've got a sequel coming out next year. That's going to make a lot of money. People... Critically, it seemed to go down quite well, yeah. you know, and and we're looking at, like you say, potentially canning all of that, starting again. Yeah, 
with no guarantee that what we're going to do is going to... I think it will. I think they'll yeah. do really well. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, we're canning a, a billion-dollar franchise. It's really... Again. Yeah. It seems like it's what they're doing with Wonder Woman. We're yeah. like, we'll just put that on ice for a bit. And I don't know. It's, it's, re- it's going to be a really interesting few years at DC, I think. Because yeah. I, I think you'll see things stop coming. I think you have to see things stop coming for a little while. And then you probably get hit in the face. In like 2026, I bet there's 20 DC <laughs> movies come out that year. It's, you're just going to get hit by them. Yeah. We'll see. It's going to be an interesting one. Well, it's going to run and run, that one. Yeah, it certainly is. I like the amount of, with like you say, with the Batgirl stuff as well, it seems to just be giving us some real good playground type gossip yeah. from the the studio it really <laughs> does <laughs> which i'm i'm all for I'm, the people I'm, who make I'm those three movies involved. that are in the can must be really scared you imagine like are we going to come out is it going to re- until you actually release that movie you're not you're going to be really worried about yeah. it so it's, it's... well apparently because again we are totally on the rumor mill here the flash movie is really interesting because you've got cam- cameos from different yeah bat people <laughs> bat people and you know so like why are we what if we want to keep that guy who's going to be the flash even though he's really problematic yeah but actually we don't want to keep henry cavill but he's already filmed a bit for that so do we drop that bit of it and keep uh, there's so many moving pieces yeah there is it's uh, it's, it's really bizarre isn't it yeah what shit so let's see let's wait and see what happens uh news this week this i didn't realize this had happened Oh, really? It totally passed me by. Right. Literally until I was putting the news together yesterday. Oh, really? I was like, this happened... I did not know this it happened, happened on Wednesday morning, I think it was yeah. released. Uh, and that is the sad news, that Kirsty Alley passed away. Yeah. She's only 71. Yeah. No age. I didn't even know she was ill, but apparently she was. Uh, yeah, yeah. She'd, um, she'd been suffering from, I think it was colon cancer. Yeah. Um, she had a lot of battles for her life. She really did. You know? Uh, with with various addictions, but I always thought loads of charisma, massively, massively, and yeah, I was I was quite I was quite um quite sorry to see that news. I yeah, me say. too. But I was when I was younger, I was a massive cheer. I got into Cheers in a big way. Yeah, and like I remember watching the last episode of Cheers when it aired, and it was like a really sad time. And Kirsty Alley was a big part of that show, and it's. Well, that's that's quite an interesting one with Cheers, actually, because she she came in part way through that yeah, series, she did, which yeah. was the biggest show in the world. Yeah, it was without doubt. And probably again, that that's a really difficult position to be in. Yeah, and she made it work. Uh, look, it's it's just my age and sort of the sort of movies that again were on TV a lot. And I just remember Look Who's Talking a lot. Yeah, that yeah, always used absolutely. to be <laughs> great show, yeah, great film. Um, yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, talking of recipes, breaking news while we've just been recording is right. that Ruth Maddock has passed away from Ruth. Heidi High. Was she the Welsh woman? Yes. That's not going to mean anything. So I vaguely remember her. I do, I've you do of, know she is. Uh, yeah, I've not thought of that name for about 30 years. <laughs> it's just broken. Well, apparently she went into the hospital for a fall and she had surgery and died during the surgery. No. Shocking. <laughs> Rest in peace, Ruth Maddock. It's the love Heidi High. <laughs> Holy ho. <laughs> okay, last bit of news. Uh, I thought this was interesting. So, The Book of Clarence is an upcoming movie that's getting a cinema release. Okay. And it is 
uh, going to be written and directed by James Samuel. And I wanted to pull this one up because it is his follow-up to one of my favourite movies of this year. Okay. Uh, which was a Netflix movie, uh, The Harder They Fall. Yes. Which was the Western yep, yep, yep. Uh, starring Jonathan Majors and Idris Elba. Yeah. And it was just awesome. It was. Awesome, it was awesome really, movie. really, really good. Uh, and he is making next The Book of Clarence, which is a biblical epic. Right. We are going old school. <laughs> very old school. Uh, very old school in the terms that it's biblical. And old school in that um, uh, Samuel has sort of compared it to Ben-Hur, <laughs> all that sort of stuff. That's the look he's got. That's what he's going for. And the cast has started to be announced for this. And... It is quite the cast so far. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is on board. Okay. Uh, James McAvoy is on board. Yeah. Uh, Omar Sy is on board. Oh, wow. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield is on board. Um, yeah. Uh, that's just, just just a few to start with. Um, also, a uh, couple of... How should we say? Uh, veterans. <laughs> Alfre Woodard. Marianne Jean-Baptiste. Uh, David, are you, are you Leo? <laughs> yeah. You're, you're better in the names than me. I don't know about that. Um, all on board for this. Uh, yeah, it's it stars Stanfield as a down-on-his-look Jerusalem native who tries to capitalise on opportunities in all the wrong places, yeah. uh, which highlights his journey that catapulting him into exploring the idea of faith and ultimately leads to an unexpected path of his own. I reckon he's going to meet Jesus. Well, like it sounds like it, Jesus. <laughs> um, Maybe it's the Jesus story from somebody else's I'm quite intrigued, yeah. Quite intrigued for this. Yeah, me too. That sounds really um, interesting. You don't get many biblical epics, do you? No, cinematic release as well. Not with a streaming service. Old so, school. Yeah. <laughs> big that movie for the big school? screen. Yeah, it's very, very retro, that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, very much so. Is that it? Yeah, that's all the news. Good news. Well done. Enjoyed that. Good. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Uh, I've only really watched Wednesday. Okay, I finished Wednesday. But I've watched all of it. Cool. What did you think? Can I be honest? Yep. Please do. I don't get it. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I, I don't understand do why this has been such a hit. <laughs> it's okay. I have a theory, but I don't understand. It's fine. It's fine. Exactly. It's fine. It's nothing more than fine. She's great in it. Yes. The, 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 you can't argue that. But other than that, it's... Just... I, th- I thought everything else was just completely rote. And I've seen this a million times. It's yeah, like... It was, it was a paint-by-numbers Netflix, paint Netflix high school drama. It's Riverdale, but yeah. it just happens to have the Adams Family characters in it. Yeah, 100%. I don't understand why this has been such a big hit. No. And it has been a massive hit. Huge hit. Huge. Like astronomical numbers. and it isn't tim burton's name that's done that no because tim burton's name doesn't have that and i don't think anymore. it's the adams family and i don't think no i don't think it is either i think it's jenna ortega i think she's just marketed it really well and people have just got intrigued by it but it, it's it feels a lot more netflix than it does feel tim burton or adams family yeah i I, and I don't know if that's necessarily a good thing i didn't see anything original there no i didn't it's fine it's serviceable that's all i could say yeah i have a theory yeah. Go on. I think it's on as background noise for a lot of people. Yeah, you're probably right. Sure. I episodes. don't know if people are sitting there and being gripped by it. Mm. That that's the my only theory. Short episodes put it on while you're cooking or something. Yeah. 
wrapping the Christmas presents, putting the yeah. tree up. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I just, I don't understand it. <laughs> it's, it's just bang average. It's, yeah, it is. It's just fine. I don't even think it looks that. No, great. it doesn't. I think the CGI is a bit ropey. I'm not wowed by the scenery or the sets. I don't think it's that funny. I, I, none of those things are bad. Yeah. But when, none of, there's nothing there to lift it to this. When I say it doesn't look very huge. Tim Burton, that's where the scenery and the sets and everything should have come to life because that's what he does. Yeah. And he just doesn't appear to have done it in this. I don't know. I don't know how involved he was in it. I think it's another one of those things where his name's just attached to it. He only directed the first two episodes. Yeah, exactly. And then he passed it on to somebody else. So it's just he's got his name attached to it. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like he put his stamp on it at all. When he could have easily. Yeah, I, I must admit my uh, sort of um, understanding of it, which is obviously not correct, was that he, he had yeah. he'd done all of it. But he hasn't at you know, all. He directed all of it. Um, but no, it's just it's fine. Yeah. It's Netflix. It's but just... I think we should want better. I think we should be. I think we should want more. Yeah, I agree. Better. We should want better. Yeah. It's just a standard Netflix high school drama. There's it's, loads it's of It's exactly follows. It's exactly the plot you would expect. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, it's not going to be the first person you think it is. It's going to be the. Yeah. You know, the least. Least person that you expect <laughs> to be the bad guy, therefore the most person who you do, it is obvious it is going to be. It, it was pretty obvious. I'm not going to lie. You know, just yeah, I don't get it. Maybe it's me being an old man. Maybe, maybe we're both just miserable old men. Who knows? If you thought it was great, let us know. Yeah, I thought it was fine, but <laughs> that's it. Cool. Anything else? Uh, that's pretty much it for me. Because yeah, just like I say, watch the whole thing. I've watched stuff, but I've got to remember because I know app has <sighs> dropped them off again i don't know why um i watched all of pepsi where's my jet oh yes I, I want to watch this yeah it's really interesting story yeah i don't know why there's four episodes of it we've said this from this so we've many had times. this with netflix documentaries a lot a lot where you get like uh you know so much recap yeah or yeah, it's exactly what it is. You know what it is. You could have had an, an hour and a half in this, but you've stretched it out yeah. three hours over. An hour and a half would have been plenty. Yeah. Four hours is too much. Because it is a really interesting story. And the and it's very much told from one point of view. Yeah. Uh, although Pepsi are involved. The, the guys who work at Pepsi are talking heads in it. They, yeah. They're involved. But they're very much treated like the bad guys in all this. Sure. And I don't necessarily think that they were. Um, the guy's seen a loophole and he's gone for it, hasn't he? He, he, t- he saw an opportunity and he tried to grab. He knew he knew he was never getting a jet. Yeah, of course. He just wanted to see how much money he could yeah. get. And I won't give any spoilers away, but it, it didn't work out well for him. But I don't know. It's good. It's interesting. There's not four hours worth of content yeah. there, yeah. in my opinion. Which is, like I say, it's a pattern we've seen with. It like, is. It happens a lot with quite Netflix. a lot of these Netflix. Uh, Netflix Docs. really know how to make documentaries look and feel really interesting, but their their timing's a little bit off with most <laughs> of them. They're they're just a little bit too long. Um, I watched Troll last Friday oh, yes. night. Great the new Norwegian monster movie. Yeah, really good. It's like a Norwegian Godzilla. Oh, brilliant! I've really seen the, I've seen the trailers and yeah, I would highly recommend checking it. out. It's really really good. There's some of the special effects are incredible. Amazing, and it is just a massive monster storming over Norway. Brilliant. It's just Godzilla, but it's really well. Did done. You watch the double subtitles. I don't even remember. <laughs> I remember. Subtitles, I think. Okay. Yeah, I did. I'm pretty sure I did. Good. I can't remember. 
And I also watched this week, I watched uh, Ramesh Ranganathan's stand-up special. Oh, yeah? How was that? I was I watched it on Saturday night because I wasn't really in the mood for a film, yes. which happens sometimes. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just stick this on for It's only on for an hour. Well, there's two episodes. Yes. So the, the stand-up's the on for an hour and then there's like a benign, behind, banana? There's a ben- <laughs> behind-the-scenes like documentary yeah. about it. There's also scripted, I think. Okay. But that was funnier than the stand-up. Oh, was it? But the stand-up was also really good. Okay, good. That was but a good reference. He has a very funny family. Yeah. And his reaction to his family is very funny. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought they were both really good. I feel like there was something else on that list as well, but it's gone out of my head. That's fine. <laughs> so let down by the technology. I'm nearly done with The Office. Oh, are you? I've got two episodes left. Absolutely epic. I've got two episodes left to do, so I might finish that today. Wow. So I'll talk about that next week. Good. I started that in February. Did you? Yeah. It's taken me nearly all year well to done. do that. Well done. Yeah, I've very much enjoyed it, but I'm nearly there. Okay. Maybe cool. We'll, let's do a bit of a office chat next week. Yeah, definitely. Shall we move on to real talk? Yeah, let's. This, uh, I'm going to give you credit. You came up with this question. <laughs> Thank you. And I think it's one of the best ones we've done. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you know, carrying on with our festive questions. Yeah, it's all festive in December. December. Uh, and... This week on Real Talk, we asked if you could have any movie prop or memorabilia for Christmas, uh, what would it be? What do you want? Yeah. No limits on this. Nope. And you could take it how you want as well. You can have yeah, them. You, you, the prop or the thing that actually, actually works, works. Yeah. Transported from movie into real life. Did we get any responses? Please we say got, we did. We got a lot of responses. <laughs> Good. Um, Let's just see which one of us can fill the most while we're trying to open the various... <laughs> I've got Instagram open. Do you want me to do those? Yes, please. <laughs> uh, we've got a few answers. We've got, A few people came back in a few different ways this week. So yeah. A few, we've got a few answers. Testing your... Uh, yeah. I put a few different answers in. Yeah, a few people did, I think. Testing if you could actually work out Instagram, finally. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so Ross Cook came back on Instagram. He came back with the 1989 bat signal. Oh, okay. And he would ring it up to play the Elfman score whenever I turn it on. Look, oh, yeah. Can you imagine just having that on top of a normal house? <laughs> top of your roof. <laughs> just like into the sky. Yeah, I'd love it. Yeah. So that was, I thought that was quite an interesting one. Uh, a Twitter, an Instagram account called Hops Geek News came to us. They do geeky news and topics discussed over a mate with their amazing host. I think it's a podcast. Um, they came with the leg lamp from a Christmas story. Oh, nice. That'd be cool. That'd look yeah. great in my lounge. Yeah, I'm it would actually. That. Um, Wayno came out as on Instagram with I want the official Jumanji board game from the original film no yeah I don't know if he wants it to be working yeah I'm not playing it with him if he does Rhino stampeding through through the town apparently not and um, our friends at Freeman and Aledo came back to us who we did like um, hot wing interviews yeah that's not come out yet we need to chase them up for that Um, collectively we'd love the food truck from Chef fully functioning so we can get cracking on our dream oh yeah that'd be nice yeah I mean, just buy one. Yeah. You have to have the actual one from a film. But so yeah, that's all the Instagram answers. No, it isn't. Is it not? I sent one on Instagram. Where the fuck is it then? <laughs> I fucking hate Instagram. One hundred percent. And I can't remember which one it was. So you're gonna have to find it. <laughs> well, how did you do it? I replied to the story. Oh, how do you find the replies to stories? <laughs> I reckon you'll have a few on there. I don't know how to do that. You know, it comes up in your story and it says, type in here. Yeah. <laughs> Bear with me. Treasure, treasure trove in there somewhere. 
Can you do the Discord way I search through Instagram? <laughs> I can do no the idea. Discord. Um, yeah, sure. So Wayne on the Discord has gone with uh, a replica of Thor's hammer. Great show. Proper size, so heavy that I can't pick it up. It is just to be looked at. Good shout. Yeah, that's definitely a conversation piece in the middle of your living <laughs> really room or is. something, isn't it? Uh, Alex in the Discord. This might be my favourite one because I love the sheer achievability yet uh, topicality of it. And also it's one of my favourite Christmas movies. I found them. <laughs> Go on, carry on. He wants... Simply, he's an easy, he's easily pleased, this man. Uh, the moose head glasses from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That's... From which to sup eggnog. That's a really good shout. <laughs> you can actually buy them on Amazon as well. Yeah. So his dream is more than achievable. <laughs> Shall I continue or should we switch back to No, can carry on. <laughs> uh, Roscoe's cooking the Discord that says the flux capacitor. Just yeah. Just the flux capacitor. Just the flux capacitor. Yeah. Not oh, the DeLorean, no. just the flux capacitor. Um, uh, what's Chris, he going to do with that I just mount it on the wall maybe Okay. Chris from the Time Shifters pod uh, is going with the time machine from the time machine from the 1960s one that's a massive thing that is it is there's a big bang theory episode yeah. all about it that's put very it, on brand in the garage. For, very on brand for the host of a time shifters podcast well, very much so yeah it would really help him out <laughs> uh, he, he, well he's, he's a bit stuck between that or a TARDIS but you can see the theme it's not a movie so. prop uh, okay fine <laughs> I don't well, know. We had another a... shout for uh, a fully functioning replicator from Star Trek. That's the thing where you just press the buttons and say, well, oh, coffee, and it gives you a coffee, isn't it? That would be good. A... Uh, yeah, you could make a lot of money from that. You could, and it'd just save you a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> I'd replicate a podcast host. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you could have two of me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, I found these on Instagram. You apparently just have to press the heart button and they come up. Why? I don't know. Um, Nick responded with a hoverboard from Back to the Future, please. Okay. Perfect answer. Great answer. I was going to be one of mine as well. Um, there is a few more as well. Becca responded with the Home Alone house. What, the house? The I, house. I, I want to live in that house. Yeah, fine. Let's go big. Not necessarily a prop, but fine. Yeah, why not? Go for it. Um Alex from Instagram wants the coloured food from the banquet in Hook. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. That's an interesting one. Uh, I think that's it, though. Okay. Right, let me just quickly check Twitter, and then we'll go for it. We'll, uh, we'll get out of it. Or we'll do hours. I don't even know where the Twitter app is on my phone. I'm such an old man. <laughs> you need to have more than one device. I do. Just need to get better. Oh, I did think of another one, which I threw in the Discord, which was Milton Stapler from Office Space. That's just my low end. I'm not asking for much. <laughs> You're just not asking nice, just a red stapler. Just that nice red stapler. <laughs> uh, Mark Davis replied on Twitter, I want the Turbo Man action figure with the arms and legs that move and the boomerang shooter and his rock and roller jetpack and the real- realistic voice activator that says five different phrases, including it's turbo time. Accessories sold separately, batteries not included. Great response. Great response. It's the funniest Great thing answer. he's ever said. <laughs> Oh, don't be mean. <laughs> Bottle of Sex Panther, please. That came from you. Um, an official Mighty Ducks jersey, preferably the one worn by Goldberg. Okay, excellent. Um, I don't know what this is. It's a, it's a book. You know what that is? It's the book from Hocus Pocus. Okay. So the History Cash podcast, want that? Yeah. 
We got tickets to quite a few answers for this one, didn't we? People did well. I think that's it. Yes, it is. That's all of them on the socials. Okay, good. What would you go for? I think I'm going to pick the Electrobiomechanical Neurotransmitting Zero Synapse Rib Positioner, commonly known as the Neuralizer from Men in Black. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. I think that would be a great one because you could just get away with anything you wanted and people would just forget. Do whatever you want. Yeah. I think I'm sticking with Hoverboard. Good choice. That was going to be, that would be my second choice. I kind of would like to have a go in the Oasis. Oh, that's a good shout from Ready Player One. Yeah. That's coming soon. Mark Zuckerberg is going to make that for Yeah, you, probably. So don't worry about that. Yeah. You can put my VR headset on whenever you want. No, I know. <laughs> but no, I know what you mean. Getting into I the I don't Oasis. know if I'd want one. I think I just want to go. Give me 10 minutes just to be completely scared. Oh, then. I would live in that. <laughs> you I would, would yeah. live in that place. <laughs> yeah, I would take a hoverboard, please. Cool. I'd, I'd quite like the treasure Bruce. map from the Goonies if it was just a prop prop. Right. So I could like As frame in they it actually put... use this and... Yeah. So I could put that on the wall somewhere. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. That's a good but, shout. Yeah. The, the uh, Neuralizer from Men in Black's my, my main pick. Why? What have you got to hide? Nothing. But I could, I could hide so much. <laughs> <laughs> I could do so much. It'd be so much fun. Oh, right. So you you would use it to cause course, havoc and chaos in the world. But then let people forget that I'd yeah. ever done it. Okay. You could get away with anything. <laughs> yeah. Be great. I don't know how they kept track of all that. The admin for Men in Black. Yeah. Gotcha. Must have been horrendous. Yeah. Every time after they'd done that. So again, then keep track of who they'd made forget what. And yeah. God, big... I bet there was a lot of paperwork. Well, there there, there were big offices though, weren't they? So yeah. There must have been a lot of staff working yeah. in those offices. Yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> want that job. No, not me. I don't really want any job. <laughs> Right. Shall we talk quickly about the film that we're doing this this Thursday? Yeah. Uh, come back here to this very feed on Thursday as we talk uh, about Neza. Neza Reborn. Yeah. Is it the controversy? Is it? Nobody quite knows what the title is. Okay. Uh, IMDb have it as Neza Reborn. Netflix have it as New Gods Neza Reborn. Sure. But I think it's going to become a franchise with different characters and things like that. I think that's the plan for it. I it's, think it's the New Gods franchise. It's a, a Chinese animated movie and it was the wild card choice of one of our patrons, uh, Mr. Ross Cork. I was going to say, I bet you can't guess which one. <laughs> <laughs> Very on brand for us, this. It's uh, batshit crazy, this film. So yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. I have no idea how we're going to get through it, but we'll uh, we'll work it out. We'll work it out. We'll figure it out on the way. I still don't really know what happened. And we'll have a lot of fun doing it. I of course we will. So yeah, come back here this Thursday to listen to our episodes on the movie show about Neza Reborn. We'll see you there. We will. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>